welcome to the podcast this morning. This is Cynthia Patton. This is Abundant Grace Outreach and our podcast, we've named it Warriors and Heels because this is primarily, I think, women listen to my teachings and uh, men are certainly welcome, of course, but women, uh, you know, the feminine side of me always wants to talk to women and develop the heart of a woman for God. So I have a thought this morning as I've been meditating, the question came to me, what is God like? And what is is He uh, declaring over our nation today, over us as individuals? You know, what is His thought this morning? So I wanted to just tell you as I waited on the Lord this morning, He wants us to be very aware at this particular crisis time in the United States that He is altogether good, that God's goodness and love is without end. It's kind of a a thought of being infinite. Now, you can look at the uh, creation he's made, even the sun, the moon, and stars, and you might say they're they're, uh, good, but they're not infinitely good. There's just a limit to to the goodness of the things that he's put on the earth to surround us, but God himself is in, in his infiniteness is altogether good, altogether lovely. And I want you to listen to what this scripture says out of a book I'm reading. This is by A.W. Tozar, and it's called A Journey into the Father's Heart from the Attributes of God. This is what he had written there from the scriptures. The scripture he pulled out is right out of the Word of God. In uh, Psalm 119, verse 68, it says, Thou art good, and doest good. This is talking about God. He is good, and he doest good. Then, uh, in Psalm 139, 17, the psalmist said, How precious also are thy thoughts to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! And then in Deuteronomy 30, 39, it says, For the Lord will again rejoice over thee for good. And can you just see God's goodness there? And then, of course, we love Psalms 38, 4, excuse me, Psalm 38, 34, verse 8. My dyslexia has got me earlier today. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Now, A.W. Tozer and other writers that you might look at, theologians of our time, have written about the fact that a nation or a Christian or a, a ministry, anything to do with the work of God. It's been said that Christianity at any given time is strong or weak depending on the concept we hold of God. You know, could it be that the basic problem we've got in our country right now is is to uh, understand, have a concept of the goodness of God, that maybe that's what's lacking in our personal life in the life of our churches, in the life of our nation, that we just do not hold the right concept of who God is. So this morning as I was meditating and waiting upon the Lord for what I might speak to you, His His goodness just was so stunning to me to talk about, to think about this, the goodness of God and that He wants that released around us, you know, with uh, the fear that's going on, you know, uh, fear will cause men's hearts to fail them. So if we can take heart today in God, you know, we'll stand a better chance of coming through the current uh, coronavirus 
uh, episode we're going through in this country, you know, we can, we, our faith will stand a, a better chance of being strengthened. And, you know, God is, you know, he, he saves by many measures. So we're depending on him to save, heal, and deliver us at this time. So it's important that we who are uh, believers in him through Christ Jesus, we've come to his way, we've come to God his way. It's so important that we release what he's saying, the sound from heaven. And the sound from heaven today that he wants released on the earth is that God is good, that he's good. Taste this morning and see that he is good. Now, if the concept of religion in a nation sees God as weak, then the nation's going to be weak. And the same thing goes for me and you. If we have a concept that God is weak uh, in the face of adversity against us, you know, then we're going to be weak. We're not going to stand in our position that he's given us. And one of those positions he's given us in Galatians 6, 4, he says that we, he has, uh, because we are sons of God, he has sent forth the spirit of his son into our heart. And we can cry, Abba, Father, in a time like this. So we cry out, Abba, Father. We're not slaves to anything. We are servant. We're, we're not even a servant. We're a son this morning. So we need to stand in our position as a son and declare heaven to earth is that God's goodness prevails. So we've got to understand that the very basic concept that, that Psalm 34, 8 brings is that we must taste and see that he's good today. Now, how we do that, of course, we've got to go to his word, which is unfailing, and sort of marinate ourselves in it and um, stay in that uh, place of holding ourselves in the presence of God. And then once our eyes get open to the goodness of God, we've got to turn and share that with everybody that we meet. His goodness has got to be declared and shared. That's how we... Uh, we stand in it. That's how we spread it abroad, and that's what he wants us to do. So in every way, God, in his goodness, you know, what he's, he has a kind heart. He's good-natured, gracious, and he always has our best interests at heart. I recommend everybody get a copy of this book. It's Volume 1, The Attributes of God, A Journey into the Father's Heart, and it has a study guide to go along with it. It'll just open your eyes more to the character and nature of God and you can just spend this next couple of weeks while we're sort of in social isolation you can spend your time um, meditating and marinating in the things of God because I know we're going to be in contact with people on the phone we're going to text and we're going to be on Facebook so we need to have you know the concept of God needs to raise his goodness needs to be released and he takes everything that the enemy means for our harm, and he turns it around for our good, according to Romans 8, 28. All things by his Spirit abiding in us, we can turn around and make for good. So everything that God is toward us comes from him being good and his great passion to be good toward us. It's impossible that he can't be good toward us. Now, he is, has a severity side of him, too, and it's that's outlined in the book I'm reading too. He's also severe with, with those who will not come along his way, will not enter into his love for them and rejects that love that he has for them. You know, Jesus came with that uh, hot 
anger towards sin and the wrath against sin and its nature against God. So he's still going to hold that to the very end. But for those of us who love the Lord and those of us who were searching to know him during this time, he's saying come because he's altogether good, altogether lovely, altogether gracious, and altogether uh, embracing you at this hour. So with that in mind, you know, what if we started looking at the problems we've got right now in our country, the things that are going on politically, economically, uh, socially, physically against us? What if we started to look at those things from this viewpoint of the goodness of God toward us? And, um, you know, rather than just rushing around talking about the crisis or the problem all the time, what if we ask God to show us more of himself? Could that be the problem that we just don't see all he wants to be for us, that we're not declaring and releasing that into the situations that we're living in? So what if if God doesn't instantly remove this from the world? I mean, it's not just an American problem with the coronavirus. It's a worldwide global problem. What if he didn't come and deliver us immediately? You know, would we say that he's not a good God? You know, what if he wants to uh, show us just how big he is and how great he is and to get us, you know, more uh, to look into his goodness and to see him an awesome God. And, uh, you know, what if, what if that happens to us? What if our, our financial needs are not instantly met? You know, we can pray and submit to the things that the government around us is trying to do. But, you know, God wants none of us to have tears. He, he, he wants to um, take away our tears and our worries and our sorrows. He sent Jesus who carried our sickness and, and diseases. And he was a man of sorrows and he, he knew grief. So he sent Jesus to bear that up and to bottle our tears up. And they're ever before God. So his goodness has already provided a way for us to be able to release his who he is into the earth in these situations and uh, you know in every situation we have to ask two questions you know what is it that God uh, means this for for us and what does he want us to do in it and what he wants us to do right now is is to worship him and to get our mindset set on the things of the spirit and uh, you know get to get God you know out on the scene and get God to move in us and to do in us and through us what he wants to do. Because he's not against us, but he wants us participating in releasing his goodness into the earth right now. So I want you to think about his goodness and uh, begin to see a loving father moving toward you this morning and moving toward the earth today and his kindness surrounding us. And, and to watch him to bring your steps in line with with his plans and to bring you out of this harmful way. You know, watch him to do that. He will order your steps if you'll let him, and he'll bring you out of harm. He'll bring you into a good place. All that God does toward us, you know, he's is grounded in the fact that he's good. And, and I made mention of that scripture in Galatians chapter 6, 4. It said, because we're sons, he has sent forth his, the spirit of his son into our hearts whereby we cry Abba Father and this is with confidence that we can cry out to a loving father daddy our God our daddy someone who is very compassionate and very tender hearted and gracious toward us so instead of pronouncing evil on somebody in this situation or thinking ourselves unworthy of God's help we need to turn around and see that we are 
his sons, sons indeed, and even heirs of God, so that he wants to hear us say that at this particular time. It'll turn situations around for not just us, but for everybody that we're dealing with, everybody that we love. And I know you're concerned like me, maybe you're separated from your family for some reason. Maybe you're a long distance from them, is what I mean, and that you're not right there to help them. I understand how that is because I'm in that same situation, but you know, I can send my prayers and I can release my faith and I can speak encouraging words when I talk to my family. That's what I'm doing. I'm speaking the word that God is good and that He loves us. So I'm speaking that over you today, too. God is good and He loves you. Uh, there's a story in the book that I'm reading about Abraham Lincoln the 16th president of the United States. And during the Civil War, a man, uh, he was a man that was known for great kindness. And one day he sat in his office and the staff member saw him in tears. And he came and asked the president if he was okay. And the president said, today, many young men have been sentenced to be shot for retreating under fire or doing something wrong during this time of war. And he said, but I don't blame those boys. They weren't cowards. Their legs did it. So today I'm going to go over this list of names and I'm going to save every boy that I can. And, you know, that's the kind and compassion of God. Everyone that God can save, He will. And this is not the day to harden our heart toward the message of salvation. This is the day to embrace God's saving power and delivering power and healing power in the name of Jesus today. So that is goodness, and that's how God looks on us as His beloved children, as the people He created. You know, He could have just pulled the plug and just erased people when they first started doing wrong, but he never did. He's loved us so much, and he's not willing that any perish. He doesn't blame us for things. He wants us to come to him. He's not holding our faults and our failures against us. He's looked over the list of names marked guilty. The enemy would say, you're guilty today, and there's no way to get to God, but he's looked over your name today, and he sent his son to save everyone that would receive that free gift. And then Romans 2, 4 says, Oh, or would you despise the riches of his goodness, his forbearance and loving kindness, not knowing that the goodness of God leads us to repent? It's his goodness that we're contending to see today. You know, in the face of the coronavirus and the economic crisis and the unrest throughout the whole world in every arena that we can imagine, never have we seen it like this. We have to look and say, Oh God, in your, in your majestic self, in your goodness and your love and your kindness and faithfulness toward us, release more of yourself, a revelation of who you are in this particular time to keep our eyes and our heart open so that we can see that glimpse of God. Tell your heart not to lose hope today. I said that to someone yesterday. Hold on to your faith. Don't lose hope but press in to get a greater revelation of God. David in Psalm 27, 13 said, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And when Moses, you know, I love to preach on this particular topic in Exodus 33:19, when he responded to God's glory, God said, you get here in the cleft of the rock, Moses, and I'm going to make my goodness pass by you. And he, 
And then in Psalm 31, 19, David said, Oh, how great is your goodness, which you've laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trusted you in the presence of the sons of men. God's goodness is just waiting to be revealed to people who want to put their trust in him today. So recall our scripture that I said, um, as our creation around us groans and looking for an escape from the enemy, what if we all just turn toward the Lord and begin to act to one another in kindness? You know, I'm seeing that being done in my small neighborhood this morning. Had a text yesterday and said, someone has just moved in and doesn't have her appliances in yet. Could somebody uh, donate or loan the use of a microwave for or someone a little small refrigerator? And you know, that was met as soon as it went on the, the uh, uh, village green page, that need was met right instantly today. So at nine o'clock this morning, the woman will have resources to meet her need. Let's turn with the kindness and the love of God. Let's be the representative of God in the earth. And then people will begin to join us and say, Thou art good, O God, and you doest good. Well, this was my morning message for you today, and I appreciate you listening. Please share this podcast with someone else, and it's a service that I love to do and one that will bless those who hear it. So let's think about this today. Exodus 33, 19, God promised there, as you're praying, lean into this promise. I will make all my goodness pass before you. And then good and upright is the Lord, Psalm 25 and 8. Psalm 27, 13, we would have lost heart unless we'd believed that we could see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And then Psalm 31, 19, oh, how great is your goodness, which you've laid up for those who fear you, which you've prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. The earth is the Lord and the fullness of, fullness of God. The earth is full of his goodness. The goodness of God endures continuously. Let our light, Lord, so shine before men that they might see our good works and glorify our Father, which is in heaven. So I want you to think on these things today. Let it marinate in your soul and then find someone who needs to hear it and share it with them. You can share my podcast or you can make your own testimony and go on and make your own podcast. Call someone on the phone. Write someone a letter. You know, our mail is going to run, I think, for a many more days, not going to be an eruption in that. So just old-fashioned snail mail works good. Well, until we meet again next week on our podcast, just just know that this is where time for war, and even if you're in a woman in heels, you can be on the war path for God today. And God bless you as we journey along with Him into the Father's heart deeper, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.